Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. It's another week. It's summertime. Hi, Didi. How is hey, it Lital. going? Things are awesome. Things are awesome. Went to an awesome concert. You talked about it in yes. an episode before? Who cares? I'll talk about it again. It's like I, I'm like the, the person that forgot time. And also I came <laughs> to re, the, the realization that I'm an old dude. You know how I know that I'm an old dude? How? I got prescribed heart blood pressure medication. That's, that, that's like the, there's a the bunch of medication that when you get to start taking, you understand your age. So 10 years ago, I got the Prilosec. Now I'm getting the blood pressure. Wondering what the next decade will bring us. Lipitor, I assume. I probably. Di- well. Digitalis, whatever. Yeah. So I the, hope not insulin. Yeah, the, 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 the box. Getting um, closer and closer to that box that says what medication you're going to take at which part of the day. I, I, I can see this in my future. Good luck. Good luck uh, to you. <laughs> I'll forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like feeding the fish. You need to rem- remind the kids to do it twice a day. Yes. Or clean the I'm, cat I'm, litter I'm, box. I'm telling you, we should just leave the hood off the, the, cat, the, the fish tank and let the cat take care of business. I think they, this fish survived. Let's see if he survives so the cat. Things, so I don't know. Let's I, see if he survives the cat. No, I, I, I don't feel... Like this cruelty. Yeah, I don't want this cruelty around us. Yes. Well, as always, inspiration for topics for episodes come from me listening to other podcasts. And I listened to two podcast episodes, two different podcast episodes, and thought how much those topics are the same. So last week, I listened to a podcast of the British The Economist, and they talked about Speaking of accents. Yeah, I love British accent. Yes. Great podcast in general. I love everything the economists do. They had an episode discussing how much effort the U.S. and other companies, the countries, now put into finding out the origin of COVID. It's, It's again in the news. Intel, intelligence agencies open up all the knowledge that they have from around that time, from the late 2019 to early 2020, about China, whatever they had in, as information they had, they gathered to start figuring out what's the source of COVID. And it came to my mind, I'm like, is it really important? And we can talk about it. Is it important and to whom to understand? Is it a lab leak? Is it somebody doing it in purpose or releasing something to the wild? Is it just a natural jump in a wet market? Is it something else? And at the same time, another podcast that I listened to was about a reveal of the North Korean hacking efforts and how much of the ransomware going on in the past few years was Korean-based and the efforts and how it sponsors the nuclear program in North Korea. And 
I find these two things similar. Let's call it in general the topic of attribution, attribution of a pandemic, who or what started it, attribution of cyber attacks. And should we really, really spend the time and effort? Who should spend the time and effort? And what's the benefit of actually knowing? So yeah. I'll start with the, the most obvious question. What is COVID again? Because in my view of the world, done, over. Yeah, done, over. But you know, the next pandemic is coming. It will come. So when, we better learn when, and not repeat nah, history. Who cares? Who cares? That's a, that's a future DD problem. Yeah, I thought you were an epidemiology. Yes, that's why. I, that's why I know that what the that when you investigate previous infestations, it's and and learn a lot of it is is a little bit of the old saying in Israel. So Israel has a saying that in '73, when the Yom Kippur War happened, it surprised everyone at the time. It surprised everybody at the time. If you want to read up on the topic, it's a very interesting military campaign. But it, the, the saying is that in 73, the IDF, Israeli army, was the best army in the world to fight the 67 war, which is the year that they had this awesome success. And, and they didn't foresee anti-tank guns. They didn't foresee anti-airplane guns. They didn't foresee a whole bunch of other stuff. So th this is... Th this so is the we always build ourselves to fight the old the, war. The old the, war. Or, or it's also true. Yeah, you can say all the security of airplanes or, or exactly. air travel is based on learnings from now 9-11 and other. Exactly. So you're, 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 not you're the, ready to combat the past because of best learnings. Exactly. The case so studies that you have. From my perspective, best learnings is don't repeat stupid. This is, I, I'm all for analysis and looking at mistakes that we've done in the past. but Like not declare that it's airborne when it was really, really clear that it was airborne who and cares? people wearing masks. That, that, that's under who cares. I, I'm, I'm talking about the fact that there were bigger problems like make decisions faster. It doesn't matter what the decision is, airborne, that doesn't matter. The, the make decisions faster, things like that, these are the things that matter in in when you look back at learning from your mistakes but trying to attribute things trying to research what are the sources of the things you will never know where the next source is going to hit mm -hmm. you, so it's irrelevant so the source is irrelevant you need to be able to have to improve your process things you should work on always is reaction time and process not so much Academic history is, is super important. I think that like when you look at epidemiology and the history of how Jon Snow, not that you know nothing, Jon Snow from that part, the epidemiologist Jon Snow that mapped out the cholera outbreak, the first who used to use a map. Was it in London? In yeah. London. So that's, back to the Bridget's accents. So that's the... So realizing that it was waterborne no right? that that was, that was that it was geographically born at that point in time they didn't understand bacteria they didn't understand but they knew that something came from that well and it doesn't matter how it came and what they nothing John Snow. exactly exactly my kids by the way love it but the, the the main point is you need to understand how it, it impacts things now it, it is important to do historical research because history is important it's important to do 
analysis because analysis is important. But it's important to minutia of a minutia of the population and should be budgeted at academic curiosity more than it should be budgeted as a massive project. And it doesn't matter if it's malware, attribution, people attribution, trying to understand where does malware come from. If I'm a big company and I get breached, do I really care if it's the Russians, the Chinese, the, no the, Chinese, the North Korean, Omri trying to make more money because he needs a new console? All that stuff doesn't matter, at least for the company. If it should matter to law enforcement, and law enforcement should be involved because if they will decide to pursue charges, stuff like that, that but that's, if I'm, I don't know, the CEO, if I'm Todd from Okta that had the, their incidents, why should I care if it's a kid in London or the North Korean? I should say, dear government, please take care of this. This is... And you take care of your internal processes, processes fix to your processes, Fix your processes, fix your remediation, fix your, fix your everything that deals with the fact that the next time you'll get hit, and yes, you will get hit next time, you know what to do in a fast and efficient way. So I think two things. I, I agree with you. I think for the individual, attribution is not that important. I think for... The majority of us politically and from kind of like the world order yes it's important it's it's important if COVID is coming from a malicious intent or or is a natural leak it it is important if it is a lab leak because as you said if you need to harden some regulation on labs doing those kind of research you want to do it so so yes i think on a broader level, it is really important to know what's the source. And that's a budget that should come from government, from regulatory bodies, from, but as you say, it's a fraction of the effort. For us in the, as individuals, we need a day-to-day. -day. We need to know when the next epidemic will come, how we handle it, and probably how to stay safe. Exactly. Don't worry, there's, no, there's, there's, there's nothing coming. No, yeah, nothing no. is coming. I, I just heard in the news that there were a few cases of malaria that were born in the U.S., in Texas and in Florida. This, I don't know if that's concerning or not. Maybe it's time for the Texans to secede? Maybe it's time to kill all those mosquitoes. Yes. Uh, yeah, mosquitoes are always a problem. The Dean uh, Letal Show will return in a moment. The Dean and Letal Show is sponsored by ORT. In today's world, identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers. If your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools, ORT can help. ORT offers a centralized platform for discovering, monitoring, assessing, and remediating identity threats to your business. While most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks, with ORT, your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately. ORT will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ORT.io. That's O-O-R-T.io. 
The DD and Letal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters is a SaaS platform purpose-built for security operation teams. Providing unlimited data ingestion and normalization at a predictable cost, Hunters helps SOC teams mitigate real threats faster and more reliably than SIM. Visit hunters.ai to learn more. But going into the security angle, I do think that is extremely important to have research about origin of malware, origin of attacks. It could be done by government or by those security companies that aggregate the data and see it for a few reasons. First, then you develop methodologies for defense. And yes, they're always going to have new things. But, you know, organized crime groups tend to find a, a, a specific way of doing things and we'll keep on doing it until they exhaust it. So if they have a new type of malware that they developed or they find a vulnerability that they are going to approach, it is important that the data about breaches is aggregated and researched by security companies that have research capabilities, the CrowdStrike, the Microsoft, the, the Apollo research team, whatever they're called, or by governments because they can develop tools and inform everybody about what is happening. A second thing that is really important that because many of those campaigns are sponsored by governments, it is a political thing and the government should know who is behind it and potentially recoup the money or, or be able to stop it or God forbid, we, we even talked about it, maybe get into a fight just because of that. And we don't want to have a war over cyber, but it might get to a point. But th there are implications. You, Mr. Mid-sized company, being attacked by the North Korean with a ransomware is one thing. You don't care. You either pay the, the money or you don't. In most cases, maybe you want to know that for Korean, you're not going to get your data back because they don't have the encryption key. And maybe you want to know that if it's Russians, they will give you. I, I don't know. Maybe there is something about that. Do you think? I, I did talk with an expert in negotiation of ransom, and he said for him to help companies negotiate the price of the ransom down or decide if to pay or not to pay, it is very important to know who is behind that and to know it fast. If they are considering paying, they should know if they can get the data back or not, right? So maybe if you are in a case of ransomware, you do want to know who's behind it to just assess um, where you are at. So I think that in many cases, I, I think this is something that people should ask the government to help them with and not expect themselves to deal with it. Absolutely. Because you cannot. I, I don't think we have any expectation from ourselves to deal with a criminal. If somebody comes into your house, you expect the police to help. You, you get a gun when you live about 40 minutes from the closest police officer, but if you hear somebody knocking on your door in Newton, you, you expect that you call the police and somebody shows up. They just solved the case in Newton of uh, yes. three people murdered, and they did a really good job. So yes. I was impressed. Yes. So you want to be able to call the police and have the police handle these problems and not have yourself as, as, as somebody that needs to defend themselves 
to deal with a criminal element. The fact that we are forced to deal with a lot of this stuff is an industry is a problem for me. I think, as I said, that the attribution should not be something that I, as somebody managing a security program in my company, I need to be very, very hard-pressed to be convinced that I should care about this. Furthermore, I don't think that we should trust the bigger companies' data about attribution, mainly because it's not in their interest to share effectively, because the better their detection tools, the better they are in position to compete with other companies. So that falls under the trade secret. There is, if you remember when Amit Serper was here, when we were talking about the fact that security needs to be a community to grow, it needs to be a community to share, but you can't expect, that's more of the security professionals, but not the security companies. My expectation is, is that they, they should care for themselves. Mm-hmm. And therefore, trusting anybody to do the attribution for you that is not a disinterested party is a fallacy. I want to bring another idea of like why people care about attribution, but even though maybe it's, they shouldn't. That's the Omri thing of... How, how can you translate, this is for the Hebrew speakers, Ashmachel? Blaming some. Uh, yes. It's their fault. Exactly. So I think human beings need to know who's the villain. Like, and you think about cybersecurity, there is the good guys, the bad guys. We don't like unsolved mysteries, right? You want to know that you can place a blame. You can say, he hacked me. They hacked me. It's them. It's yes. their fault. We as human beings don't like to be left in those, who did it to me? Like, it, it, you need the closure. And the closure is to know, oh, I'm part of this bigger thing that is happening, and it's their fault. They did it to me. And I think it's the same. All of us want to know that millions of people were dead because of a pandemic, and instead of saying, well, it's because we have broken healthcare because there is a virus and when there is a virus people die and they'd rather go blame something blame a lab blame a villain blame the bets but blame that's, somebody but that's so, a, but that's a growth opportunity because like we tell our children attributing blame is not helping with solving the problem and it's not helping in any way shape or form i actually believe that Blame attribution is a bad habit that should be rooted out at age 10 because blame is a, something that prevents you from taking responsibility for your action. Because you say, it's their fault. Exactly. They did it. They did it. Somebody did this to me rather than to say, yeah, somebody did bad things to me. But right now, do I want to sit there and blame or do I want to move on to move and protect on. myself against the next? Or, or fix the problem. I'll give you the best example. Let's say you get out, of, we'll get out of this and we'll see like a massive dent in our hood. Could happen, right? Of course. I hope it I hope doesn't. It, it, hope it doesn't, but it's, it's a prob- it, there is a probability. It's a non-zero probability. Now, you can do one of two things. You can call the, the person that's going to repair this and move on and not think about it. Or you can sit, say, oh, 
some asshole did this, that, that, left this with my car, blah, blah, blah. You have a tendency of doing those things. No, I don't. Yeah. You, I move you on. blame the kids. I blame the you, kids. You want to know who did that, who did that, instead of move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I will remind you that. Chillax. I move on. I'm no, a very chillax you're, you're person. You're done. You're I, not I, a chillax person. No, l- you're not. You know, we, when we you're have, with we the have kid. now about 30 episodes. I, I, I think the audience has enough evidence to see that I'm a very chill person. They don't leave with you at home and hear you yelling the top of your, your lungs when Never something happened. breaks at home. <laughs> uh, <who laughs> broke it. Yeah. I, I, do want, I do think that part of the blaming uh, the, and romanticizing this finding the villain is caused by our own industry. A few players that really did awesome marketing around APT groups, naming them, putting all kinds of animals to represent them, creating awesome t-shirts with all those. It, it started with Mendiant reports, FireEye reports, CrowdStrike, uh, made heroes of the villains. It's good marketing because again, it's storytelling. Who doesn't want to know about those Ocean Eleven gangs, the, those, the Russians, there's the Israelis, the, the whatever, North Koreans, the Iranians. Each one has a sexier name depending on which company named yeah, depending. them. Depending. Yeah. And I think part of the fault of us putting the fault and celebrating attribution so much and caring about it is because of them doing so much hype around that. Would you agree? I definitely agree. And this is where I say this is time to ignore and move on. If you don't, marketeers eventually stop. Well, now the BDRs are not leaving us alone. But marketeers do something if it serves their purpose. If we as an industry decide to kind of ignore it. So I feel that this trend of the big APT groups and uh, moved on a little bit. I see less of this that's fancy because, uh, marketing. That, I think that it, no, it I think kind of... I think it's mainly attributed to the fact that the Russians are so busy, busy in Ukraine that they don't have time to create cool APT groups. Yeah, they have good APT groups and yes. all the names now, and, 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 and around now, them. And now they're so busy. Yeah, there are others. It leaves space for the others. So the point is curiosity is important. I think us as human beings want to know if it's possible to know who's behind it. I think we need as a society to know. I mean, somebody do need to, that part of not having any consequences for cyber is wrong, but it needs to be the government that goes after them. And in terms of curiosity, curiosity is super important, but I think curiosity in general should be pointed in the right direction. And if you point your curiosity into the right direction, not the things like blame, and big problems and rather be curious about solutions and be curious about fun things like is the new neil gaiman stuff awesome i think it's a new you because i i don't see you having let's say if somebody breaks to your car to a home you will not want to know who it was no so if we had security camera i'm sure you would have gone and checked it out no so yes no and also don't don't forget that there's a big difference 
with the my professional life and role and my personal person th th these are not necessarily the same persona and because of that there's things that i know i need to overcome and this is being an adult and a responsible adult is to know what you use and utilize your limited resources on versus the versus the private life where you just want to back to our, our previous conversations about coming to the office there's a reason why we have a home persona and a work persona so at home i need to let my hair down Li not figuratively not literally we and know yes watch us on youtube yes but but that's a, that's a very different thing and being curious you need to point your curiosity into the right things in general in general awesome well anything else so we can conclude yes. for the day no one we will have an ask B based on our conversation on the way here i need help lital if i talk to her about privacy she falls asleep Th there's nothing that will put Lital faster to sleep than discussions about term sheets and signing contracts and dealing with all these things. And I think that there's, if you work in security, there's the things that are bare minimum that you need to know. There's a bare minimum you need to know about cryptography, and we'll probably drag in Dennis or somebody like that to have a fun episode about the bare minimum that anybody needs to know about cryptography. There's the bare minimum things you need to know about privacy if you're building a security product. I think it's a very valued, valuable conversation to have. So I'm doing a recruiting for podcast, for, to the podcast for people that are willing to talk about the basics about privacy. And so if you are a legal expert around privacy, Ping us. reach out. Yes. And we'll try our best to find somebody because we need somebody to bring... Yes, it's a, near and dear topic to, it's a near and dear topic to my heart. And I think we need to have a, a long conversation about this. That there's a whole bunch of bare minimum things that people need to do. Okay. Awesome. Excellent. And with that, we'll conclude for today. We'll I hope you today. enjoyed the episode. The Didi and Lital Show is a weekly podcast. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. If you want to be on the show, reach out to Didi or to Lital on LinkedIn. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Didi. Thanks, Lital. See you soon. See you soon.